and welcome to Hometown Hour. I am Brittany Coral, in for Megan Suber today from the town of Mooresville. And I am joined alongside Mr. Uh, Fire Marshal Jason Workman, a.k.a. Woody. How are you doing today? Doing good. How are you, Brittany? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. It's been a minute, so, um, you know, maybe a little rusty, but that's okay. That's right. Uh, in true fashion, uh, they always like to start with one good thing. So what's your one good thing since last show? Well, my one good thing is really... I'm going to have to boast on the town a little bit. Okay. We won't, um, we won't be upset about that. I'm really, I'm really proud of the town and how they really support our, our veterans, mm-hmm. um, especially Richard's Coffee Shop. Give yes. a shout out to them. Um, coming from a military family, and my youngest boy served in the Marine Corps, and just uh, to have an opportunity to recognize our, our veterans and what they have done for us uh, to protect us and keep our country safe. Absolutely. I think uh, I think the town has done an amazing job in highlighting that, especially on Veterans Day and even throughout the year on some other important um, military yes. um, holidays and stuff that we have. So um, that's really my one good thing. I agree, too. I think one good thing um, going off the whole Veterans Day, uh, even though it was rainy and cold and just not the best parade uh, weather, it was nice to see a lot of people show up for oh, our yeah, veterans. Absolutely. I was concerned um, just with how much it was raining right leading up to the parade. Um, and when I pulled into town, I was like, you know, this is nice to see. There's a lot of people here. Um, they're getting, you know, their kids involved, um, which I think is really important, too, just to make sure that you know, our kids understand the sacrifice that these men and women make by going and, and serving uh, for our country. You know, several right. of our firefighters and police officers and other town employees are veterans. Um, some of them are actively uh, serving right now um, as well. So um, it's nice to see that they showed up. And of course, yep. we thank everybody for their service. And we actually have one deployed right now in the Middle correct. East. So yes, um, hopefully he comes home safe. And yes, we are praying for him to come back. home safely back to his family and uh, back to the town. So, all right. Well, speaking of uh, town and jobs, we are actually hiring. Uh, we have several positions actually open right now for our public utilities department. So think water, sewer maintenance. Um, they are looking for some, you know, several different positions. So we always say go to mooresvillenc.gov HR and apply. Uh, these are perfect positions for all varying levels of skills. So anything from um, basic on up to skilled uh, feel free to go to the website, apply. Never know, might be the right fit for you. Uh, there's also other uh, jobs available, including police officer positions um, and various ones across our town. Sure. Not yet Always fire. Hiring. Not yet on fire, but we're getting there. Yep, we're getting there. <laughs> our next recruit class starts here in uh, like two weeks. Uh, November the 27th, I yes. believe, yes. is recruit class, 18? I believe, 18. That yes. is right. Yes, I will be there to take some photos. and. We've come a long ways, Brittany. I know. I know. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, this will be my third recruit class since I've started a year ago, so it'll be uh, it'll be nice to see another recruit class. And, of course, as the department keeps growing and the town keeps growing and, um, you know, we need more firefighters and officers to help keep us all safe. So yep. that I'm, speaks to I'm, y'all. I'm one of the few that was... <clears throat> had the opportunity to get hired on Mooresville uh, when we only had two stations. I remember when Station 2 was built and we only had one station. And it was just 15 people 
15 yeah. firefighters and not counting administration, but, mm-hmm. and then when station two went online, we had another 15, so 30 firefighters. And now I think we're up to 124. Yeah, it's a little over 120. So yeah, our next recruits um, will actually be graduating this week. So we're excited for that. Um, and then they will be on the job starting November 27th as well. So yep. it's a big day uh, for the town. And for them, so that's right. <laughs> we wish them all the luck. But um, I want to introduce you and kind of get your background. Um, I know you've been on the show a couple of times now, and so people are a little familiar with you. But explain to me how you got into this position, and um, you know, just really why you decided to become a fire marshal. So early on in my career, I've well, even before I joined the fire service, um, I was one of those kids that really didn't know what direction I wanted to go in. Um, unfortunately, I could not go into the military due to um, some medical issues and um, was not able to go through that. So I was speaking with uh, my wife and I was like, you know, I'd like to do something, but I don't know really what to do. Yeah. And um, she actually, um, her one of her relatives was the chief of Shepherd's Fire Department back then, uh, Bosco what we called him <laughs> or that was his name and um so i went and spoke with the chief of shepherds um back in 1998 and joined in march of 98 and became a volunteer and started taking a few classes and over a couple year period once i got on my certification and and training i decided you know this this wouldn't be a really bad career. You know, I think I might like to do this. So <clears throat> during the, during that transition and applying at some departments, because back then you had to have everything, all your certifications prior to applying. Yeah. And um, I started really dipping into the public education side of things. Um, and I really enjoyed doing both. And... I knew when I got hired at Morsel, my end goal was eventually be a fire marshal or at least be in the fire marshal's office um, mm-hmm. when I retire. And so I kind of planned ahead and started working toward certifications that would set me up for success or to put me in that position to, to achieve what I wanted to achieve Smart. in my career. So, and that's something we try to encourage the recruits, you know, don't look at today, don't look at tomorrow, look at, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Where do you want to be when you retire and start working toward that now? Because if you wait till it's too late, you'll never, you'll never make it. So um, I started getting into that code enforcement, public education, and one thing led to another. And obviously it takes time, just type of uh, career don't happen overnight <laughs> obviously it it takes a long time to yeah. get into this position and then finally uh, a couple of years ago i was afforded the opportunity to be the the fire marshal of moors of Fire and rescue that's awesome we we appreciate you i Absolutely. know it's busy especially as the town grows and um you know obviously right now we have a, a burn ban going on in the state and locally so that's keeping you guys somewhat busy it is and uh, one thing i wanted to provide the listeners to uh, understand that this burn ban um 
is from the western part of North Carolina to the edge of Iredell County and Rowan County line. It is not in effect anything east of Iredell County. So please keep that in mind. That's yep. only from Iredell County west, the burn yes. ban's in effect. And that burn ban includes fire pits. We want to make sure we stress that. Any recreational burning, like fire pits. I know it's that perfect time for fire I know, pit weather. I know. <laughs> but we just, you don't want to, you don't want to, mess with fire today. Yeah, it's not worth it. Not with the drought. <laughs> not at all. Well, we will be back here in just a few moments on WSIC 844 Studio 4 if you have a question. To hometown Hour on WSIC. I'm Brittany, Communications and Marketing Specialist for the Town of Mooresville, alongside Fire Marshal Workman. Uh, we were just talking a little bit about that burn ban uh, before we went to commercial there, and just want to remind people that is in effect uh, for those living in Iredell County um, and those living in Mooresville specifically, uh, no recreational burning. That includes fire pits, even though it's that perfect fall weather for I a fire know, pit. I know, it's Don't sad. do it. It is. It's not worth it. We haven't had enough rain lately to really not worry about that stuff right now. Yeah, so. and, and the, the key thing is, you know, with the humidity and the drought, the fire can spread so quickly. Um, yes. You know, just uh, last week, and I haven't heard any updates, but they had a large uh, wildland fire up mm -hmm. in the mountains, and they lost several homes to that. So yes. um, it don't take much. Lost several homes. A lot of acres were burned. Um, so just don't, don't do it. It's not worth it. I know. It's unfortunate, but... If you want to, you know, do a rain dance out there, feel free. Uh, but until we get some more rain, it's in uh, effect. Yeah, and, and don't try to bring it in the house. <laughs> yeah, don't bring a fire in the house, please. Thank you. <laughs> well, all right. Well, we are going to get to uh, a caller, actually. Uh, go ahead, caller. What's your name? Hi, my name's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. How you doing, Woody? Hey, doing good, Ronnie. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Uh, guys, I just want to tell you, Woody's being very modest. He's uh, he's really worked hard to get where he is, and uh, and not to take the spotlight off of him, but the entire fire department, uh, most of the guys that are uh, officers and like our fire chief, he started out as a volunteer with Morsel as well, and uh, I'm uh, very proud of that young man as well. He's he worked up from a from a volunteer to the fire chief, just like Woody worked up from a. Uh, uh, volunteer to his fire marshal position. These things take a lot, a lot of dedication and a long time to get to. Uh, just our battalion chiefs, they're local people, and uh, I just want to throw a throw a shout out to those guys because um, we we do have a great fire department in Morgan. We should all, all uh, be very proud of them. Absolutely, well, Ronnie. We thank you. And uh, remember, you need to give me a call. I got to get you. Are you in Statesville or are you in Huntersville? I am in Huntersville, but I got your Woody doll. I, I got your Woody doll set aside. I appreciate it. I know, brother. I'm trying to tip that with you. <laughs> I will one day. You guys have a good day. Thanks Thank a lot. You too. Calling. Thank you, Ronnie. Yes, I, I agree, y'all. It is a lot of work um, just in the year that I've been with the town and helping cover, um, you know, different events and social media for the fire department. It is a lot of work. It is. It's a lot it of lot of training, a lot of hours. Not just fighting a fire, not just responding to a car crash. There's a lot 
that goes into being a firefighter. And then especially those who choose to have, um, you know, take the specialty track of whether it's drones oh, or, goodness, it's so um, much. you know, search and rescue. You know, when I first started, it wasn't nothing like this. Yeah. I mean, you just showed up, rode the truck, went to fires and wrecks and that's it. Yeah. And now, man, all the stuff that we got and the training, the certifications, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of time away from home, too, Um, because some of these classes are, you know, weeks, two weeks long and takes you away from your family. So it's a lot of dedication and commitment that has to be there in order to to get us to where we're at. And it's not just um, training uh, for those of you listening to become a firefighter or to keep your certifications or to become better at whatever it is. A lot of times you guys also do, for example, um, Hazmat does training with neighboring cities and towns and fire departments so that when they do respond to something major um, and they come together on a scene, there's already some sort of like a a flow or a plan in place. They know how each one operates and it's a lot smoother than just showing up on the scene and trying to figure out, well, you're the lead. No, you're the lead. Why don't you do this? I mean, there's a lot of, of things that go into Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of footwork. This. Yeah, a lot. Well, next week, I don't know if you heard, Santa's coming to town. Oh, nice. I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> favorite <laughs> elf movie there. Um, but that means Christmas Parade on Tuesday, 3 to 5 in downtown. While the town does not coordinate the parade, uh, we, of course, will be participating in it. So police, fire... Uh, we'll all be there. Um, and that means if that's Tuesday, Thursday is Thanksgiving. So we're almost to a holiday. That's Exciting. right. Exciting. And one of the busiest times of the year for the fire department. That it is. Um, we have, a, unfortunately, we, we experienced quite a few fires, uh, not just in Morsel, but across the country from Thanksgiving accidents involving turkey fryers and deep fryers. Yes. Um, so there's a, we got a, a, a video going to be posting yep. soon. Um, yeah, in a couple of days. A turkey, um, turkey frying video, safety video for everyone yes. to watch. Uh, please, follow, if you don't, haven't followed us uh, right now, uh, make sure you go on your social media platforms and follow Morsel Fire and Rescue in the town of Morsel. Um, we always are trying to get some good, important information out to the general public. Yes. So spread the word on that. Um but we do. Some of the biggest issues we have are, you know, really unattended cooking. You know, yep. and that kind of goes back to the number one cause of home fires throughout the country is cooking fires, cooking-related fires. Yep. Um, and a lot of it has to do with improper cooking techniques or just simply unattended Locking cooking. Out. Yeah. Um, the doorbell <clears throat> rings, your kid calls yeah. for something. It, it don't take meets. much to get distracted. Yeah. Um, so, but with Thanksgiving coming up, we you know, want to try to put out some safety information to uh, let our listeners know that, you know, one of the biggest thing is, you know, uh, when you go to set your turkey fryer up, uh, make sure it's on a sturdy level surface. Yes. And you don't want all that oil to tip. No. Trust me, that would not be good. No. And, um, and make sure you put the correct amount of oil in the pot and the, okay. the right kind of oil. Because yes. if you put the wrong kind of cooking oil in... It could Game be over. disastrous. Yeah. Um, and then once you fill it up, if you're unsure how much oil it takes, you know, you could always fill your pot up with water first and uh, check the levels. And then you want to make sure your turkey is completely thawed. Yes. And, and, <laughs> the, and the bag on the inside of the turkey is removed. 
Yeah, that's a good reminder. A lot of people forget that. Um, yeah. I know it's gross, but. Yeah, make sure the turkey is just a turkey. And make sure it's completely thawed. And um, if you happen to put a, uh, a frozen turkey in hot cooking oil, it will spill over and flash fire will occur yep. and cause a major fire to occur. So we don't want that. And you definitely don't want to put that turkey fryer anywhere close within a 10-foot no. radius of your house, your garage. Um, the further you, away, the better. Yes, because Absolutely. when those flames do spark, um, if you're and, close to a house, I mean, it's going to catch your siding on, melt, melt your siding, catch something on fire. Um, it's just not worth it. Yeah, and that video, in the video that we made is a good example of how how large that fire can become. Yeah. And how widespread it can it can get outside that ten foot area. So ten feet may not be enough, yep. uh, especially if you got combustibles close by and stuff like that. So you want to make sure it's um, a good distance away from your home, garage, shed, and definitely, definitely, even if the weather's bad, under no circumstances should you put your turkey fryer in your garage. Yeah, please don't do that. It just spells oh. disaster before you even drop the turkey and set yeah, it all up. Just don't do it is not good. It is not good. <laughs> Another thing not to do, do not put water on a grease fire. No, absolutely not. You think like, oh, okay, the firefighters come, they spray their water on a fire, but that is not... Grease and water don't mix. Just no, don't do it. it does not. And it, even it's a challenge for firefighters, even with flammable liquids and grease fires, even though we're flowing much more water, it could still spread. It, it yeah. takes a lot of water to overcome that fire and to extinguish it. So also make sure you have a, a, a good-sized fire extinguisher in your home. Um, I know they sell the three-pound fire extinguishers, but... Based on my experience and with the fires that I've seen, I would not go no less than a five-pound ABC fire extinguisher yeah. and <clears throat> make sure it's readily available anytime you're cooking, whether it's indoors or outdoors. And another thing, make sure you have smoke detectors or smoke alarms in your house. We actually just got a message this morning from a woman asking, you know, I need to replace mine. Where can I go? Um, so you can go to pretty much any retailer, uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, Target, Walmart, That's right. uh, Ace Hardware, anything like that. Um, they sell them on Amazon. And another important thing when you are replacing those, you want to check how those uh, smoke alarms are powered. Some of them are, are hardwired. Some are just strictly batteries. Yep. So you want to make sure um, you're checking all of that when you go to order or buy and, a new one. And if you get them and you're unsure how to install them or you need assistance, call your local fire department. Um if you happen to live in Morsel, you can call any fire station and we'll get somebody out there to you. And if you happen to live outside the city, do the same thing. Call your, your local volunteer department. We'll get somebody out there and we'll definitely help you out getting those installed because we want you to be safe. Yes. Especially, you know, with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. And we have, uh, we did a post a couple of weeks ago, but um, in the last two months, I think we've had at least two, if not three uh, fire situations where people actually used uh, oh, fire yeah, extinguishers, yes. like neighbors uh, use right. fire extinguishers, or um, what do you we, uh, the sprinkler system like that releases? Yeah, stuff out. so so I'm going to take the opportunity real quick. I know you know we're kind of short on time, <laughs> but I'm going to promote home fire fire sprinklers a little yeah. bit because in conjunction with fire sprinklers and uh, smoke alarms and fire extinguishers, it drastically 
reduces injuries and death, not only to the occupants, but for firefighters. If you're interested in learning more about home fire sprinklers, go to Home Fire Sprinklers Association website, check them out, look at the information, and if you have questions, give us a call in the fire marshal's office. We'll be glad to talk to you and provide you with some more information. Yeah, give us a call. You can message us on Facebook or Instagram, Morsell Fire Rescue. We are glad to help you answer any questions or um, tackle any you know concerns that you may have, uh, especially ahead of the holiday season really beginning. I know. It's already here. Turkey may taste good. That's right. But is it worth worth a potential issue? I know. Especially with the burn ban in place. Maybe just not. We skip it this year, maybe, you know. Oh, I don't know. That food's so good. I don't know. Just be careful. But uh, we will be back here in just a few minutes. 844-STUDIO-4. Welcome back, everybody, to Hometown Hour. I'm Brittany from the town of Mooresville, alongside Fire Marshal Woody. Welcome back, everybody. So we talked about Thanksgiving last block here. And obviously, you know, if you experience a fire on Thanksgiving, call 911. While the town offices may be closed, all six fire stations are open, ready to go. Doesn't matter. When in doubt, call 911. That's right. So my next question for you, this is a big debate all over um, TikTok and social media. Are you a decorate your Christmas tree before or after Thanksgiving? Oh, do you start Lord. decorating? Do you set it up? What that, do you, do? you can't ask me that question. Why? Be- because that's, a, that's my wife question. Because <laughs> <laughs> she started November the 1st, <laughs> the day I after like Halloween. I, like <laughs> I waited but, until that, that weekend. T- typically, so. you know, growing up, it was always after Thanksgiving. Yeah. The, the week after Thanksgiving is when we took care of it. But I my wife celebrated Like, I love Christmas. Christmas is my absolute favorite holiday. It is like a season to me. Like, I will, like, my Christmas tree is up currently. It's a fake one. So, you know, no worries there. But I won't decorate it until after Thanksgiving. But it's up and it turns out, like, the, it's pre-lit. So, you know, I turn it on every night and my Christmas decorations are up, but... It's bittersweet for me. Yeah. December is my favorite time of the year, but it's also bittersweet because I spend so much money on presents and stuff like that. Yeah. And I know. Then you, then you spend the rest of the year, the next year, recovering from I know. all of that food and then the money and then you yeah. prepare to do it all over again. You know, when I uh, transitioned, like got my license here in North Carolina several years ago. Um, I made the stupid decision of doing it at the beginning of January. So obviously my taxes, my property <laughs> taxes are uh, are due in, in early in, in January. And um, also this year, my license expires. So we're just really going strong on the money uh, expenses this Christmas season. So, you know, it's fine. But I bring up Christmas decorating because a lot of people on uh, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook have really started to express like they're decorating early um and so we want to tell people you know when it comes to decorating just be smart we want you to you know celebrate yeah you know we don't see a whole lot of um well we see fires during during all the holidays but uh, we don't see as many fires involving like decorations and Christmas trees as we used to. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of your artificial trees are have become more prominent now than than traditional yes. live trees, which were 
Oh my God! It was it was like having a yeah. a tree of gasoline in your home. Yeah, we always had know, a, for a the live, whole month a live Christmas tree growing <clears> up until I was like, oh my gosh, in my mid twenties, I came home for Christmas and um, I was living in a different state at the time and came home and I was like, what the heck is this? And my parents had a, a fake tree up and I was yeah. like, this is weird. You know, <laughs> but now I love it. And it's crazy because you know until you're in the fire service or have seen videos of it you mm -hmm. really don't know the hidden dangers behind yeah you know some of these christmas trees especially the the real ones um and people not watering them keeping them hydrated yeah. because they dry out you have to water them every day oh, at every least day. once a day you would not believe the amount of water that these trees soak up yes that was always my responsibility as a kid growing up. Every night I had to water the Christmas tree. Um, and actually in, in college, I had a roommate who bought like a little live Christmas tree. And I had to explain so many times that you have to water it every day. Cause it, Check it, it every will day. Catch fire. Oh, my goodness. It'll dry out. The lights will catch on. I'll fly. Yeah. It's, all, it's a bad combination. Like, you have to water it every day. And if you have a dog, like, don't let them drink that water either. That's not no, good. No, no. And, um, and, you know, also, you know, when you're decorating these trees, you know, Especially with the lights and stuff, making sure you ain't got spliced or frayed wiring on your yes. Christmas lights because you got electricity running through it. And yeah. if your tree's dried out and you're not careful, you can you can have a fire in your home um, unexpectedly. And you know, a lot of times we see this more often than than um, Christmas tree fires, but fires involving candles. Yes. Oh my goodness. We love a good a good smelling house, but not a uh, smelling house that then. I'm fire. I'm I'm definitely <laughs> since I have the opportunity, I'm gonna go ahead and tell everyone, if you got little teacup candles, if you're gonna use them, please make sure they're in a protected cover, so they don't tip over or yes. get knocked out or knocked off somewhere on the floor or whatever, yeah. or. On something that is solid and cannot burn with protecting siding, because when those candles burn out, they can. Uh, I, I've I've seen it. Uh, they'll actually explode. Yeah. Uh, when they get down too low and on a certain surface, they'll pop and they'll blow out onto the floor. Um, we just a year and a half ago, we experienced two fires involving little teacup candles. Um, so if you're going to use candles, please make sure that you're using them responsibly. Make sure they're protected um, from being knocked over and accidentally, you know, falling over. And um, never leave them unattended. Blow them out mm -hmm. before you go to bed or before you leave your home. Yes. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit ago about um, a video for Thanksgiving turkey frying and what can go wrong. And we um, have shot a, a filmed a couple of different ones for Christmas. Um, and I don't want to spoil the one that's like our best, best video. It's going to come out. Uh, I think it's like the Saturday after uh, Thanksgiving. So make sure if you follow yeah. us for any reason, Definitely. follow us for this one. Yeah. Um, but when I was, you know, scouring for some different video um, to use in, in our video, the amount of time it takes for a Christmas tree to catch fire and completely burn is like less than five minutes. Oh, it, like it's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, it it is scary crazy. Yeah. Um, and that just goes to show, it, once you see this video um, that 
that we're going to be sharing um, here at the end of the month, just imagine trying if you're in bed asleep. Yeah. And the time it takes for the smoke alarm to activate. Smoke alarm to activate, you don't be coherent enough to realize what's Especially happening. Especially if you have bedrooms on the second floor. Yes. Because the first floor is going to be full of smoke. And now it goes back to pre-planning, having yep. two ways out of your home. Yes. And escape ladders for, you know, residents that have bedrooms on the second floor. Um, so if you don't have an escape ladder or if you want to learn more about them, please call our office. We'll be glad to talk to you about them. But all your um, hardware stores, they do sell those, <clears throat> which are pretty convenient. They come in different shapes and sizes and installation requirements. Some are just simple as you hang, take out the closet, hang on the windowsill and climb down. And another thing, too, when it comes to, you know, especially if you have um, bedrooms on the second floor, really bedrooms anywhere, but especially on the second floor, it amazes me how many people don't know that you should sleep with the door closed, not yes. open. And, and that was a, uh, a myth for many years that, well, you leave your door open in case something happens. That way you can smell it and all this stuff. Well, you can't smell a lot of this stuff. And if you're in a deep sleep, you will never no. wake up. Carbon monoxide is a byproduct of fire. And when it's when it's in the air, you can't see, smell, or taste carbon monoxide. And it's a bad combination. And sometimes that door also is kind of acts like a barrier between you it and does. the fire. Per, you know, providing you a little bit more safety or a little bit more time to escape. That's right. It does. And, you know, we teach young, our young kids, you know, if the smoke alarm's going off, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to fill the door with the back of your hands. And if it's hot or warm, don't open it. And if it's cool and cold and you open it and you see smoke, close the door. That is your safety barrier. It provides you time to be able to get out and escape or to get somebody's attention to get help and a, a good way um remember you know you've talked about it and a couple other firefighters if there's a fire in your house and you you know the bedroom door is shut a good way to to figure out how close that fire is is to kind of put your hand on the door and feel just how hot it is that's right never use the bottom hot. of your hand yeah yep because your your bottom of your hands are a lot more sensitive so you want to use the back of your hand to to check that door um, to make sure, because you may need the palms of your hands yep. to to escape, yep. and you don't. It's real sensitive, and it's real susceptible to um, to burns. We kind of talked about this a, a little bit ago, um, but when it comes to decorating, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, decorate with Christmas tree lights. Then you have the the lights outside, um, the blow ups. I don't. That's a whole other subject, but the blow ups, <laughs> um, different variations of of decorations, but. At the end of the day, the biggest thing is when you go to bed, turn them off, power them off, whatever it may be. Um, you know, when you leave your house, same thing. And if you light a candle, blow it out before you leave and, or go to bed. And please don't overload circuits. Yes. Extension cords can be bad because you think just because you got an extension cord and it's got 10 outlets on it, yep. that don't mean... You can plug 10 things up on it. Um, you can overload a circuit quickly. So yes. so make sure that if your breaker's tripping because uh, every time you cut something on, 
that's a clue telling you you need to unplug something because the breaker's doing its job. You're overloading that circuit, and that could cause a fire. And don't plug appliances into extension cords. Um, and no. Like, they need to go directly into the outlet. That is correct. A lot of people think, no big deal, but... Um, last year we saw actually a fire with a, I think it was a refrigerator yep. uh, that was plugged into an extension cord of some type and ended up starting a fire. That's right. So. Sure did. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about what's going on in the town of Mooresville coming up here in the next few weeks, uh, including that Christmas parade as well as classic Christmas. If you have questions, 844-STUDIO-4. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Hometown Hour. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, that last commercial, I did a little little semi-rendition of that a, a little bit ago, but that's one of my favorite movies, Christmas. Santa, I know him. I don't want to scream it too loud, but <laughs> if, if you're a fan of Christmas music or a fan of uh, Christmas in general, maybe movies or you feel like you're in the holiday spirit, the uh, Morrisville Christmas Parade is actually this upcoming Tuesday, so a week from uh, today, downtown, 3 to 5 p.m., uh, make sure you get your chairs out there early. Oh, most people do. I'm talking oh, about like, there are some dedicated people. Last year, I showed up to Town Hall, right? I had to be there early that day. Um, I think I was there at like 7.45, 8 a.m., right? And I pull in and I'm like, nah, there are not chairs. There were chairs lined up down Main Street already at like 7.45 in the morning. Yeah, I think some of the earliest I've seen is just a little bit after 5 a.m. Yeah. If you so, want a prime prime spot, oh yeah, wake up, you set an alarm, get you better get there early because people don't mess around with that parade. They no. really don't. No, they love their spots. They do. <laughs> and while we, the town, do not organize uh, the parade, it's actually a uh, Mooresville Christmas Parade Committee organization that does it. Um, obviously, fire and police will be participating in it, um, and we are excited to see Santa. I hear he's coming for a visit that day, so... You better be on your best behavior, you know? I know. Uh, And if that is not enough Christmas for you, we have our annual A Classic Christmas on December 8th. This is our last 150th signature event for the year, which is crazy. Can't believe we're uh, almost at the end of the year. But that is December 8th, starting at 5 p.m. along Main Street uh, and down into Liberty Park a little bit. Um, We just... Uh, put on social media last night on the 150th uh, Facebook page more details about what all will be there so check that out um, figure out what you know your kids may want to do this year Uh, and then we have a library speaker series Uh, last one is this week November 16th so that is Thursday at 6 p.m. at the main library Charlie Levitt is the author so if you're interested in that make sure you do that also, you might have seen on our social media pages, Jason, downtown streetscape uh, has gotten a lot of comments and a lot of uh, different ideas from people. We're mm-hmm. looking, it's, it's a long process, but we're just starting the process of really trying to see what people would love to see uh, along Main Street and in and around that area. Uh, and so actually the MFR drone team uh, last week flew over downtown for us so we could get some video um, and we created a little reel on Facebook and Instagram that really explains what the streetscape is. And if that is something that you're interested in, we suggest watching it on there. But also there's a workshop tomorrow and Thursday at Town Hall. So if you go to Town of Morrisville uh, Facebook or Instagram pages, you will find all the information on there. But And I'll be there. Oh, oh will you be Yeah, I think, uh, 
think I'm, I got a meeting dealing with that tomorrow at 2.30. Perfect. So we'll be kind of discussing some of those topics yeah. and um, some ideas that they're wanting to bring. And, and of course, you know, fire marshal's office is involved to make sure that everything's safe and kosher and we don't have any issues. Yep. So Some ideas have been closing Main Street off and kind of yeah. creating a, a walkable um space for people, kind of like what you would see in New York City almost um, and some other towns around uh, North Carolina, but, you know, closing it off to, to cars and being a pedestrian-only area, um, you know, being able to go out there and eat lunch or do different activities and play. Um, so that's just, you know, some of the ideas people have suggested. But again, that workshop is tomorrow and Thursday at Town Hall. There will be uh, town staff there, like Jason said, uh, consultants. It's a drop-in kind of a, a meeting so, or workshops. So you don't have to come at a certain time. Um, and if you can attend that, we do have a survey uh, that you can take, mooresvillenc.gov slash streetscape. Uh, you can go in and, and provide your feedback. We'd love to hear about it. Um, we know a lot of people have, have given their feedback so far, so I know. keep bringing it. You know, the only thing I could say is is encourage um, you and family and friends to be involved with uh, the town and these town events, especially with uh, the streetscape. Mm -hmm. Because the more you're involved, the more input you have. It 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 really helps the town make a good decision on yes. what the community wants. What the people want, yeah, exactly. And and the more you're involved, and it don't even necessarily have to be with this, but the more you're involved in general with with the town and and what's happening with the town, um, I you got to get out there. Yeah. Let your voice be heard. Yeah, this is one more way. Um, you know, we always encourage people to attend board of commissioner meetings, planning board meetings. I know that's a, a big one, too. They have a meeting, I believe, uh, this week, maybe today. Um, so, you know, attend those meetings. Uh, get your voice out there. Let us know what your thoughts are. If, um, you know, you have an idea for the downtown streetscape, let us know on, on social media. Again, that uh, survey is online. You can find information uh, about that survey on our website, as well as our social media accounts. We created a little reel. Our uh, Will Washam from our planning department actually helped us create that. Yep. So he came to us with a great idea, and we helped him execute it. And I think it turned out pretty good, so we'll see. Uh, but let us know your thoughts. Uh, you know, we also have a free car seat check coming up next month, a couple more weeks on December 6th. That'll be at Station 5. We're still Fire Rescue Station 5. That's right across the street uh, from the police department, for those of you that are familiar with that area. And we have a couple more of those coming up throughout 2024. Um, we like to tell people, you know, it's always good to get them checked. You may think you have your car seat installed correctly, and you may not. Or it may be too loose and you don't realize it. Um, you know, let our police and firefighters, you know, make sure that your car seat is safe and your child is safe because... Yep. These roads are, are busy, and, and especially with the holiday season coming up, the last thing you want to do is, is you know, not have a properly installed car seat for your kid. And obviously with the congestion and everything else we have around the town, the accidents, you're more yep. prone to, to be in an accident, and you always want to make sure your kids are safe. It's free. So it doesn't – right. all you got to do is drop in. It takes, I think, I clocked it last week for several cars, like seven, eight minutes max. No, it don't take long at all. Um, you know, so just a few minutes. And I think that that it was eight minutes for like two car seats that day. 
uh, in the the same vehicle. So it doesn't take long. We have plenty of officers and firefighters on staff there to help you. Again, that's December 6th at Fire Rescue Station 5 there across the street from the police department. We'll be uh, posting some more information about that in the next few days here uh, if you didn't catch all of that. And there will be more inspections, of course, next year. But a lot going on. Bottom line, we just want people to be safe. Enjoy the holidays uh, responsibly and smartly. Fire smart, right? That's right. It's can't never be too safe. No, especially when you got turkey and turkeys, deep fryers, uh, and yeah. Christmas decorations. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it could be a lot. It could be overwhelming, but yeah. it's also a good time of the year too. It is. It is. It's my, one of it's my favorite times. Tough. I'm not a, a Thanksgiving fan. I know. I know. I can hear the booze already and the <sighs> shock. Um, I'm a food fan. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm just not a turkey uh, fan. I'm I'm a ham ham person, but I don't know. Thanksgiving's never. Never been my favorite. It's one of my least favorites. Um, it's my dad's favorite. Uh, so I always, you know, try not to poo-poo it too much. But Christmas is where it's at. Oh, the gifts. And not even that. Just the <laughs> spirit, the decorations. Like, I don't know. It just makes me so happy. You know? It always, Christmas to me, it always, like the movies. You know, yeah. you always want to hope that it snows on Christmas. What's your favorite movie? Christmas movie, I should say. Oh, uh, well, I'm going <laughs> I I out there. I know this answer. <laughs> I'm going out there. All right. National Lampoons, baby. It's a good Christmas one. Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Absolutely. That is, uh, to me, that's the, the classic for me. Yeah. But uh, my, my number two is um, The Christmas Story. Yeah, that's a good one. Have you seen the second one? Yeah, I, ha- I have when it first came out. Yep. Uh, I didn't think it was quite as good as the first one. No. Well, the first is, you know, the first classic. is classic. You can't, you can't compete with a classic like That's that. That's right. No. So those, those are my two favorite movies. I enjoy watching those each yeah. and every year, you know, growing up. And those are my it's favorites. It's always a tradition. Love Elf. Santa Claus movies. Love the Santa Claus movies. Oh, yeah. I watch them all. One and two are my favorite, though, because that's when it was like really the nostalgic kind of a movie I feel like we all grew up with. Now they're like all animated and there's so much going on. But yeah, all that CGI stuff is yeah. not as fun anymore. Yeah. But um I don't want to give the surprise away about a you know one of our videos that's coming out, but uh hint is that it involves one of Jason's uh favorite movies. So that's right. It does. You'll find out hey, and after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes right. Hey and don't forget to tell them about Black Friday. Yes. So Town Hall and other facilities are closed on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Um, So we can spend time with our families. You all can spend time with your families. Uh, That does not mean that if there's an emergency, we're not available. Police and fire are staffed both days, 24-7. Good to go. Doesn't matter where you live in the town. Always here and waiting. Always here. Um, We'll be back open that following Monday. Uh, and that's actually when recruit class. I know. <laughs> right off the class bat. starts, and our new uh, newest recruits graduating this week will be going um, to work then too. So, next busy few next couple weeks, you know, between yeah, different events and things happening around town, it's. I think the next recruit class when they start on the twenty seventh, um, they should be wrapping up and be going on trucks around middle of May of next yep. year. So it, it's a long process, but six months, yeah. Um, but we try to get them trained up, ready to go, so they're ready to answer the call whenever you need us. Yep. Um, 
So I'm looking forward to that. Um, that I think their graduation is actually this okay. Thursday. Yes, yes. I have to finish their graduation video yeah, got, <laughs> once I'm done here today. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I know them guys have worked hard. They're they excited. Um, guys had, and girls. Yep, that's right. And we, and if I'm not mistaken, we got another female yes. in the next recruit class. Yes. Which is outstanding. And if I remember correctly, um, I think her name is also Brittany. So it is. We like that it name, sure you know. Is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you know to see um, you know more so fire rescue continue to grow. I know police is continuing to grow, just like the town is. Bottom line, we're here to serve um, and protect. And just because it's a holiday doesn't mean you shouldn't call nine one one. That's right. Uh, but we wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All of the celebrations. Happy Kwanzaa. And happy Farah-Rah. <laughs> Have a good day, y'all. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.